Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. So, what did you think about? Uh, um, uh, what? What? What do you? What? What? what what's your opinion on uh, the sports thing? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I got nothing. You got something? Uh, uh, it was good sports. Yeah. Yeah. What about the ads? Commercials. That's right. You know what? That's right. Super Bowl. Everyone watches for the commercials, right? Nobody Uh, actually watches to see people throwing the pigskin, tackling, you know, all that stuff. No, no, no one here was disappointed by the outcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, all right. Super Bowl commercials. This is supposed to be one of the biggest, like, ad times of the year. Costs like five million to get your ad on. So, a lot of the money, you not only spend money getting your ad put up there, but a lot of these companies spend a crap ton of cash just to put together something that stands out, right? Something that's going to grab attention, get everyone just hyped for whatever that product is, and, uh... I'm going to be honest, I think a lot of the ads are pretty terrible. Yeah, uh, honestly, the, the the a lot of the ads were terrible, and a lot of the ones that were funny or had some, some you know, were Creativity. clever or something, I didn't really, either had nothing to do with the product, or I can't remember what the product was. Yeah, like, do you remember there was the ad with Christopher Walken in there reciting the NSYNC lyrics, and there was Justin Timberlake beside him, they were all dressed fancy. Bye bye bye. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Only yeah. it's Christopher I Walken. That. that was, I mean, that was a funny ad. That was a great ad. But what's like? I don't I, remember what they were selling. I think it was named a, it's by. Like a, it's like a flavored water. I, I see it all the time um, at Target. They so, have it like right by the register. So you only recognize uh, it because, because I remember that was like the name of the product. That was supposed to be the joke. But I don't remember what the product was supposed to be. But yeah. it's like a flavored water kind of a thing? Yeah, it's like a, it's supposed to be healthy flavored water stuff. But um, see, with, what I'm going to remember instead is Christopher Walken. With his perfect delivery. Christopher Walken can read anything, anytime, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And then there was, of course, uh, Melissa McCarthy uh, goes and saves the world. Or now, just gets killed violently several by times. By a rhinoceros. A, whale. a rhinoceros, an ice, an now, ice cap. What was that a commercial for? That was a commercial for the Kia Nero, which is a terribly named car, if you ask me. Um, hey, let's uh, yeah, that's name not... a car after a guy who's historically renowned for being totally insane and burning down Rome. Yeah, that's that's not exactly... Yeah, it's a pretty bad person to name your car after. They're, they're Korean, though, so they probably don't know American history, just like we don't... or. Western European history, just like, you know, Americans don't know Chinese and Korean and Japanese history. Yeah, pretty much. That like makes Nero, sense. that sounds good. Yeah, Nero, that sounds great. He was a, he was a Caesar, right? There we go. There we um, go. But I think in the end, I mean, the, 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 of all the things about the Super Bowl, I feel like the biggest controversy that come about is not of the game itself. But rather some of the ads that came about from it. And of all things that I've been hearing about, I haven't been hearing about the 84 Lumber one where the end of it was evidently not permitted to be shown. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't watch the. Did you not see the rest? Of and the I ad? never saw. I didn't go watch the extended version of the ad, so it didn't really. It, yeah. it turns out the 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 Mexican mom and her kid finally get to the border, and there's a big cement brick wall kind of a thing there, and it makes it all sad for a while. And then there's someone built a wooden sort of gateway door that out of eighty-four up. lumber wood, exactly to suggest that oh we we are welcoming or accommodating, and it's it's a sappy ad. But well shot, well done. I mean, it, it does its job. And then, of course, there's the... What was really getting most of the controversial attention is the Budweiser ad. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I feel like I think that's the least of... controversial ad ever. I don't know. That's Maybe that's just me. Nah, I, there's definitely less controversial. But, I mean, for me, the bigger controversy is like, are you sure this is historically accurate? Because it's definitely <laughs> written during, it was definitely written and recorded during, at the very least, last year's political election, um, during the election season. And the guy, you know, the, the German hops the boat to New York, you know, he, he immigrates, to, uh, migrates to America, and there's someone in New York City that says, go back home, boy, or something like that, like clear modern southern accent and like hits him with his shoulder and it's like implications are clear and so i i mean i can understand well okay it's not i don't really understand anything at all because to me it's just like okay it's cheap wankery and like i mean because it is in a lot of ways just budweiser being like Look at how great our beer is. We're descended from German ancestry. And it's like, but your beer sucks. And Isn't German beer good? We got a German guy, see? 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 Our beer must be good because we got a German guy. Um, but no, I think for me more, because then there's also the, 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 the Google talk at me computer. Um, that's like, you know, computer, you know, main screen turn on. Uh, that whole commercial, like, it, it opens up with a um, pride flag in front of a house. And oh, you, yeah, the, that's the, right. The, they, they, they stuck it in there. I mean, they stuck I, it in yeah, there. The, I mean, to me, this stuff's not a big deal. Right. No, and uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, with a couple exceptions, I mean, I, I understood there was some political content or content that could be interpreted as political. With a couple of exceptions, I didn't see it being too overt. Um, there was the Audi ad that... Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. The one with the dude's daughter. Right. And he's saying, like... And, yeah, there is that. Because I'm thinking about, you know, family well, I thought, like, that one was specifically... There wasn't. It wasn't about the car or about anything else. It, it was, was about you know a message. We want to let everybody know that Audi supports equal pay for women. Like okay, thank and more you. than that, like fair workplace, fair, right? Fair, fair treatment fair all and everything else, fair but, opportunity, and and all that, which is which is which is great. Like I, I'm not I'm not saying that you know we need to anything else. It's just it was overtly political. It was not like yes. a. Look at look at the features of Audi and other things. Not that all the other commercials were, like Hyundai got their tearjerker commercial at the end, right? Um, uh, where did they? I was the post game commercial where it was there was nothing. There was no Hyundai vehicle pictured in it. 
but basically I guess they sponsored for some um, servicemen currently serving overseas to be able to watch the game in like a VR room with their family who was were actually at the Super Bowl so it showed the video of you know they pulled a couple people out of the crowd and they stuck them in the room and they got to see that you know here's their family on the screen and they're watching the Super Bowl with their family and it was you know that was see see as soon as soon as the game was over I just shut my TV off in unhappiness so I didn't get to see that that does sound very touching though um right no I mean again uh, yeah. Again, though, you, you... It doesn't have anything to do with Hyundai or Hyundai vehicles, but it was, you know, just like Melissa McCarthy getting gored by a rhino doesn't have anything to do with Kia. But yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the, the implication there is the Kia is taking her all over the world to save it. Um, right. No, I mean, I don't want to actually get too, too, too... I don't want to get into the politics so much ourselves... Like, I don't really have feelings one way or the other. I just, the only downside I think to having those kinds of ads is, again, they're, they're, they're very sappy. They're very well done. But at the same time, I have conservative family that I know is either going to roll their eyes or they're going to be, like, your, their opinion's not getting swayed. And it's also, like, you got oversimplification of some topics like immigration. And meanwhile, anyone that already agrees with the point, they're basically just clapping their own backs. So. It's not really the place. You're not winning hearts and minds. With, with an ad, pol- no. With political politics in a Super Bowl ad. No. Um, you're, right. Totally agree. So but that's I, I that, that's about all I really, I really get to say on that front. Again, though, I mean, I think... Like I, I will say that the eight four lumber ad I think was very well put together, very well shot, very sentimental. Like it, 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 it does its job. Um, and then there's the, the you're right, the the, the the Audi ad. I forgot about that one. That was a very well shot one too. Yeah, again, it was really well shot. It was, it was engaging with the girl and all that. Yeah. Um, speaking of very well shot, engaging ads and getting us as far away from politics as possible. <laughs> um, is uh, the the ads with uh, Jason Statham and Wonder Woman? I thought those. Yes, were a Gal lot Gadot. Of fun. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. She yeah, has I know a her name, name Gal Gadot, Steve. but she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, see, but, I I first knew her from uh, the Fast and Furious series, which that also had an ad. But we we'll talk about that after. And they, uh, so, again, oh, like, oh wait, I, I did not know. I, I haven't seen any Fast and Furious movies in a while. I've only seen like clips and highlights and trailers. So. I, uh, I haven't actually seen the movie, so she's in she's in the Fast and Furious movies. Um, which one does she first appear in? I know the last one she appears in is Fast and Furious Six. Okay, so did so, she actually was she because Jason Statham was like the villain in Seven. Recent, in Seven, okay, so they weren't they weren't in Fast and Furious together. No, I don't. I do not believe they ever shared a scene together. No, I think okay. she joined in on Fast and Furious Four. But I, I mean, you, don't quote me on that. It's been a while since I watched all of them. But that's, yeah, I mean, when it comes to the ads of movies, the first one I was really excited about, because I missed the pregame show ads, was the Fast and Furious 8 trailer. I missed Which, the, the Ghost in the Shell trailer. I missed the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer. I missed the John Wick 2 trailer. So the first one I saw that was worth a damn was the Fast and Furious 8 trailer and... 
They're going to blow some stuff up. They're going to blow stuff up. There's going to be a submarine. I hope they go into space in the ninth one. Uh, Because this this series, dude, is just a great action series. It is everything dumb about 80s action, but with a degree of self-awareness and much better fight choreography and... Or at least the Justin Lin stuff. James Wan, I don't think, did a very good job with the seventh. But mm. other than that, I mean, there were there were of course a bunch of other movies coming out, and uh, I mean, which which of the trailers were you really looking forward to? Um, I mean, so so I'm a little weird with this. I'm kind of getting, I kind of don't like trailers right now. Really, um, I, I'm with uh, uh, what's his name? Adam Driver was like. I hope we don't do. We shouldn't do a trailer for Star Wars Episode Eight. I'm like, yeah, don't do a trailer. That's great. Like, just keep it all, keep it all in until the movie. What are you going to show um, people at Comic Con? I don't know. I, I don't know. Star Something... Wars Celebration Day. <laughs> You gotta give the fans something; they'll have a riot. That's that's true. I mean, like, I, on the one hand, like, I kind of like trailers for movies I'm probably not going to see anytime soon, um, like the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, oh, that was that was kind of cool. It was fun. Johnny Depp's makes a good pirate, uh, you know. Oh, I can't. And ask uh, there why. was like that that whole like I, I, I never quite got it with Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's like. There's like creepy undead guys, but it's supposed to be like a family movie, and they always had to really work that balance of the monsters and the. It was always PG thirteen. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was. I guess it wasn't really a family movie. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was as far as PG thirteen goes. I mean, it's going to end up being tame. It's always going to pull its punches. So you have like skeletons and bones, but you're never really going to have gore. You're not going to have like right. entrails hanging out of the bones. You're not going to have anything seriously horrific. Right. Yeah. There's like some implication and some sort of promise of gore, but it never really goes all the way. No. Um, I mean, my biggest question, of course, like I didn't even, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know there was another movie being made. I only know because so, I saw another trailer in front of a movie I saw recently. I don't know what it was. I think it was in front of Doctor Strange. I saw Pirates 5 or 6 or whatever this is. Uh, yeah, bef- Disney trailer. movie before Disney movie. Of course. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. Like, And especially that, it's like, okay, so they got a new one coming out. Oh, they brought back Johnny Depp. I mean, uh, you already did a movie that was just Johnny Depp, so why do you think he's going to sell seats again? Or maybe it's just that nobody can figure out how to make a Pirates movie without him. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, speaking of creepy, speaking of creepy, Cure for Wellness, did you, see any, did you catch any of those trailers? I caught the director as Gore Verbinski, and I've been trying to remember why I know that name, because I had to have seen one of his movies. Um, you know what? With the mysterious magic that sounds like a keyboard tapping... I shall mm. summon up the knowledge of who Gore Wait, wait Gore, Gore, wasn't that uh, an inconvenient truth? That's Al. I hope that's a joke. I hope you're coming <laughs> to me. I hope you're doing... Uh, I hope you are seriously pulling one of your I, shitty I, puns. Oh, God. He's... Okay, Gore Verbinski, who is the director of the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And Rango <laughs> the Lone Ranger. Well, the Lone Ranger, that was good. 
Uh, was it? I mean, it, no. Yeah, I was no, going to say. <laughs> the Lone Ranger was another attempt to do another Pirates of the Caribbean. But um, with cowboys. Rango. Cowboy, cowboys of the Caribbean. Rango was good. I didn't know he actually directed that. Um, he also directed Is the Johnny Ranger Depp in movie. A Cure for Wellness? I, I'm not checking. <laughs> uh, the movies that are on his uh, credit as director are Mouse Hunt... God, that's going back. The Mexican, uh, The Ring. The Mexican, I like that one. So he did The Ring remake. Okay. So, all right. So basically, I mean, obviously, obviously, the guy has some some chops. If he did The yeah. Ring and The Pirates, I mean, I enjoy The Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So he's he's got some chops then, and it'll be interesting. And as I said, Rango was actually a good flick. So, okay, so yeah, yeah, the, 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 this could be an interesting. And he's he's got horror film chops too. So. And that's clearly what Cure for Wellness is. It's some kind of right. horror thriller thing. It scared which... all the small children who were present while I was watching the uh, the Super Bowl. Oh, that's so. that that's that's fantastic. Which I I I ended up watching the Super Bowl alone because I am a pathetic human worm. Next time, come over to my house. But you're all the way over there. I know. Just, just come over. There's there's, <laughs> there's beer and. And sandwiches. That is was pretty it much Bud? It. Is it Bud Light? Um, it was. <laughs> oh, we we went themed. Uh, so because themed. I was watching it with um, some family who are Patriots fans, oh. I got some Boston Lager, um, and he brought a six pack of Thomas Jefferson Tavern Ale or something like that uh, by by a local brewery brewery because uh, we're in the Philadelphia area, so we have lots of. You know, revolutionary, patriotic-themed beer out here. Yeah. Um, so you could have had, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a great patriot, obviously. So beer from <laughs> Boston or beer named for a great patriot because there were Patriots fans there. Of course, then you would have had to watch the game with Patriots fans. But I don't know. What would be worse, watching it alone or watching it with Patriots fans? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. But uh, going back to the ads and away from the actual football, um, that does remind me, though. So so you had the big Budweiser, but then you did have the Bud Light ad with... Okay, correct... Uh, inform me here. Because I've been trying to wreck my brain, and I, ha- I haven't thought to Google it. Who the hell Spuds McKenzie is? Because people keep talking this dog's name is Spuds McKenzie. Was it that dog... That was on like T-shirts or something in the early '90s, or some. Crap. I actually don't. I I don't know off the top of my head myself, because it's like the dude knew who the dog was, and I saw people using the damn hashtag, and people talking about Spuds McKenzie, like liking the ad and everything, and I'm just sitting there like, why is this dog named after potatoes? Oh, you know what? I just Googled it. And Spuds McKenzie is a fictional dog character created for use in an extensive advertising campaign marketing Bud Light beer in the late 80s. Late 80s. So, okay. So the dog is clearly dead now. And so now it's a ghost. So so if you were alive, if you were watching, paying attention to beer commercials in the 80s, then that was, you know, kind of sad that that Spuds McKenzie is now a, a ghost. But I guess cool that he's a ghost and not just, like, gone forever. So that at least makes sense, that they're not just reaching into this random uh, Gen Xer nostalgia crap. Right. They're going for a specific 
like within their brand, but that's still kind of weird that it's like, oh, you know what people are going to be nostalgic for? Our dog mascot that probably died a long time ago. <laughs> so it that's he's he's up in doggy heaven chasing tennis balls with uh, the Taco Bell dog. Oh gosh. <laughs> They both weep at the uh, KFC chicken pizza. <laughs> um, all right, now, um, but let's of course talk about video game ads because so, you so we didn't have we had we didn't really have um, a lot of video game ads. We had what do we have? Well, because enough of the budget is already going to making the game again. Thirty seconds on the Super Bowls, five million bucks. And and let's let's be serious here. There's. I mean, there's plenty of mainstream, you know, for the the Call of Duties and the all the a lot, a lot of games. Sure, there's lots of people who watch football, but football people watching football are not your big audience for video games, typically, right? Typically, which is one of the reasons I do find it interesting. World of Tanks showed up. They're not like a mobile game, are they? Are are they desktop or do they have mobile tablet as well? I'm assuming that there's a mobile version because I think uh, one of the the children watching the game with me wanted to download World of Tanks immediately. Uh, <laughs> so I hope that it's available for him on on Android uh, for him to to play. But I don't know for sure. Those ads were odd because the, I think what really hit me about it was the narrator. Because I like the angle of it looking like this fake ad for something completely unrelated and then the tank shows up. But then the narrator comes in and he sounds, he reminds me of, again, going back to the 90s, a 90s video game commercial. Like the kind of guy that would have been trying to sell you on how rad Crash Bandicoot is. And that Sega like, does what Nintendo don't and all that. Or one of those like, uh, like, oh, like those various board games that you know you can't buy anymore like Crossfire Crossfire I I, 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 or like, I love that commercial though that, that is one of the best <laughs> commercials ever do you ever sing the song just randomly all the time all the time <laughs> yo get caught up in the Crossfire yeah no, no. Crossfire uh, back to Super Bowl back to Super Bowl <laughs> this is the episode where I lost all chance of this podcast going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to do Voltron. Why do you have kids? Sorry. That have already watched it without you. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that was actually disappointing. Um, what was most disappointing is when, like, they would start an episode and I knew I would have to leave. I'd be like, oh, come on, guys. I want to watch this too. Like, can't you watch, like,. Power Rangers for the hundredth time or something <laughs> instead of watching this right now. Um, so, uh, what were some other good ads? Uh, we talked about a few. Uh, did you see the the Tostitos breathalyzer bag? Does that actually work? I have no idea. I didn't get to see I, that. I think that was a pre- that must have been a pre-show. Or again, uh, I might have been not paying attention when I saw that ad. Uh, apparently, it looked like bag. they were just like blowing on the bag, and then and they're also the, they're selling the bags with like a ten dollar Uber credit. So the idea being, you blow on the bag, and it's like, oh, I'm drunk, I better call an Uber. Um, and then get a ride to pick up my car tomorrow. Yeah, and then get a call another Uber to pick up the car tomorrow. Oh, no, no, what that does remind me of, though, is there was a, I don't remember what state or township, 
there was a police department though that right after the Justin Bieber T-Mobile ad played the crappy one where he's talking about dancing and like the the cavemen and all that crap they, uh, the, the kids by the way the kids that I was watching with loved that ad oh they would Okay, your they didn't even know who least, Justin Bieber is, but they loved it. Your children, at least, are like five years old as the oldest, and then it's what three, and then one, or yeah, less than one, less than less one. than three. So there you go. So your your children are, I mean, they're they're officially too stupid to know any better. But they were all watching it with some cousins that were like, um, what, like seven and nine. Then they are a horrible influence, and you want to completely keep your children away from those cousins. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I hope your wife doesn't hear me. Uh, doesn't listen. Well, that was, actually, actually, that reminds me of another thing. So, so we had like these weird threads running through the commercials. I felt like so. Um, so Gronk, you know who Gronk is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a Patriot player, and he was injured, so so he didn't get to play in the game. But he got to be. He was in the Tide commercial with Jeffrey Tambor, right? Yeah. And then he was also at the beginning of that Justin Bieber commercial. No, oh, was he? Was yeah. he one of the cavemen? He was one of the cavemen. He spikes the ball. He was the one who spikes the ball. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So, um, so and then Jeffrey Tambor got to show up, um, you know, for those of you who aren't, like, super familiar with the names of TV actors, um, he's the, uh, it was George Bluth Sr. in Arrested Development. Um, I think he's currently on Transparent. Is he's that right? He's currently on Amazon's I mean, Transparent. Yeah. Um, the um, funny thing is, I, the two things I remember him best from are he's the FBI guy in Muppets from Space, and he's also <laughs> the, uh, the 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 sort of government liaison, I guess. Um, the not quite the handler in Hellboy. Ah, that's right. He, that's he's right. the government guy that's always like keep him in check. You know, you gotta stop this stuff. So he's in that. That's what I mostly love him for. Uh, that's right. I forgot he was in Hellboy. So that's good. Um, yeah, we had these sort of like, I don't know, was, I thought it was cool, like, people yeah, the kept on coming back. Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty for TurboTax had a little story, you know, the first ad, he's doing his taxes on the wall, and he falls down, and why is Humpty Dumpty an egg, by the way? Hmm? Somebody tell me that? I have no idea. I mean, it's not the first time I've seen Humpty Dumpty represented as an egg, so I Well, it's always represented as an egg, but he doesn't say he's an egg. Maybe it has to do with whatever Humpty Dumpty as a name comes from. Maybe. I can't tell you. Um, I'm sure it was some kind of like political commentary back in oh, whatever, gosh, like the whatever. 16th century or something when that was written. Who knows? Um, but going back, going, go, going, like, speaking of threads, going back though to why I brought up the T-Mobile ad, that po- the, the the police department tweeted out and it became tr- quite trending that. Anyone that they caught drunk driving that night, they would subject to that T-Mobile ad over and over, all the way to the police station. So I think that was a good, suitable punishment. Um, but no, the the two video game ones we want to talk about, of course, are firstly, Ebony, that company that you used to see the crappy banner ads everywhere that is like, play now, my lord, or whatever, and it's the chick with the bountiful cleavage. And you're like, what does this have to do with video games? And, and you actually, if you actually ever downloaded the game or played the game, it had nothing. No, there was, that, that girl was nowhere in the game. You mean those girls? Because they those got all girls, kinds of whatever. Clip art the girl models, you clicked on, she's not in the game. Deviant art. Like, 
it, just random random art that they could buy for like cheap off of some image service, and yeah, the, the now they they're actually back with a real Super Bowl ad. They have five million dollars to buy a Super Bowl ad TV spot as well as the money to hire all of those actors for that ad. Because of all the people that clicked on the ads with the girls with the cleavage. Um, and now there's though, no cleavage! Now there's no cleavage. What I, happened? Which, which is funny because it was it was last year or the year before there was that uh, was a Game of War ad that was all like chicks and togas and stuff. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Maybe. Because it's trying to be like Game of Thrones and other stuff, but it's not. Like that's the title is clearly trying to get get like right. that kind of thing going. But anyway, so yeah, so it was just funny in contrast to Ebony like cleaning up their act and being like, "No, we're just gonna actually be generally themed on our actual game, not just selling you on these girls that don't exist even in the game." So I guess there's a threshold to just how much sex will sell before you have to actually try and market your damn product. <laughs> but, you know, the real marketing thing, and what I'm actually interested in hearing how people reacted, was the Nintendo Switch ad. What was the general response? Because to me, this was not the ad they should have used. It wasn't really, it didn't generate any kind of... Like, the, the children were like, wow, we must have that, Father. Um, but they would have been like that adults... with any electronic device. What's that? They would have been like that with any electronic no, device. No, I'm saying they weren't like that. Oh, they weren't? No, they, they, they weren't suddenly instantly sold on on, on the Switch. Uh, nor was I suddenly... I didn't pre-order after the Super Bowl ad. <laughs> Not that you would be able to find one. And maybe that's maybe that's one of the reasons why they just want to make sure the name is in people's minds. Like, oh, by the way, we have a new product. But if you wanted to generate buzz and excitement, and for the Super Bowl crowd, because anyone that wants to play Zelda already knows this damn thing's coming. They effing saw it on Jimmy Fallon. I mean, they YouTubed about it on like, oh look, right. look what was on Jimmy Fallon, which I never watch because I don't care. Um, but for some reason. Here they're like, oh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna sh- we're gonna show this guy that loves his Zelda gets out of bed and starts playing his game, makes eggs and he's still playing his game, and finally hooks it up to the TV and he starts playing his game. All in his household. Can I be that guy? I like, like, I like... <laughs> that guy without a job and yet has a swanky apartment. I'd like he plays a job. He just he's, he's up early. It's Saturday and he's getting some Zelda in before his game. He's getting some Zelda in before, yeah. Before um, his job, job. Before his job. <laughs> but, I mean, they had the ex- like the extended Super Bowl trailer shows, like, all the 1-2 Switch games and other stuff like that. It shows a bunch of the other experiences that do a much better job of highlighting the party potential, the travel potential, all the different other things, whereas the, the ad they showed was, like, this isn't exciting anybody. Like nobody cares about like the people that you want to excite at the Super Bowl are the people that play Just Dance, but that's in the other ad. <laughs> but what you showed, nobody's gonna go onto YouTube and look up that other ad, even though yeah, I'm they- sure they did. Evidently, there was a spike in Google searches after the ad appeared. But still, it's like I feel like if you really want to generate that interest, that was not the ad to show. 
Well, I mean, why didn't they just re-edit it and put, like, Madden on the screen or something like that? That would have been the trick. Because EA hasn't yet put Madden on there because EA is a bunch of jerks. Just put some pressure on EA. Just make a fake ad <laughs> with fake content and be like, yeah, you got to release the game now. People are going to be mad. <laughs> Nintendo's going to be like, hey, we want the game. We, we, but... we screwed you into this decision. No, I don't <laughs> think that would work. Um, and of course, after that, as, as has been pointed out on Twitter, as soon as that Switch ad, I wish I could snap my finger. Um, I'm terrible. I'm a, yeah, there you go. I'm a giant 31-year-old baby that can't snap their fingers or whistle. Um, as soon as the Nintendo Switch ad appears, that's when the Patriots started to recover, and that's where the Patriots—that's where the Patriots won. And Nintendo, you betrayed me. It's because you switched it up. They switched it up, man. <laughs> you can't stop it. Can't stop uh, the signal, man. That was—I mean—that was quite the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. Of game play by the <laughs> people who play games, um, but I mean, but, other than, again, like the things that really got me most were the movie and trailer, like the Stranger Things two ad, which is funny I because s- the the second the the uh, Lego my Ego the old commercial appeared, I'm sitting there like, you're, you're kidding me? Ego paid for an ad spot? What, what's going on? Oh, okay. <laughs> This isn't Ego at all. They brought back another ghost of the 80s for you. Yeah. Um, like Bud Light. I, I, <laughs> see, I still haven't seen uh, the first season of Stranger Things. So I was like, oh, that's cool. They're making another season. But well, you I got did, I just get kicked off, did I just get kicked off the podcast for saying that? I haven't seen the first season of Stranger Things. No, but you just continuously disappoint me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very disappointing. But um, no, this is. Uh, th- th- I don't think there's too much else. To say. I mean, was there was there any product or anything that you got excited for with these ads? Any product that I got excited for? Were uh, you very excited about Mr. Clean, or rather, only the things I was excited? already excited for? You know, I'm gonna <laughs> go see Logan. I'm gonna go see Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yep. These are like established facts. Like, oh, that's cool, the Logan trailer, with some tonally kind of odd music. Overall, like, it ends up being this sort of uh, self-affirming ad space where it's like, oh, I am excited for this thing that I'm already excited for. Yeah. Well, then I got to explain to people who uh, who X twenty three was. So oh, yeah, yeah, there I get to go. break out my nerd cred. <laughs> She's a female clone of Wolverine. And they had to make her female because there was, like, an issue with the chromosomes. So they had to duplicate the chromosomes and make her female. Okay, this isn't a comic book Because that's how science works. We don't need to know that. Well, now you do. All right. And now if they screw it up in the movie, you can be like, that's not how it's supposed to go. Well, they're going to screw it up in the movie, but I don't care. Of course they're going to screw it up. Um, but not like anything, like, eh, I guess that's just, I mean, again, like, Everyone's supposed to. Like, everyone makes a big deal. I guess there's two things going on. One of which is everyone takes for granted that the ads are supposed to be this big deal, or is supposed to be great for some reason. And well, then there's there's just 
chances are a lot of companies are also like this isn't worth the the, the money investment for the returns. Well, I think what you kind of get, you get these sort of opportunities for um, thinking about the fact of watching this with kids and stuff. You get these opportunities for these companies to create a new image for some viewers or try to rebrand themselves to other viewers. So, for example, I don't know if you remember that there was, I think it was a Michelob commercial. And it's all, like, CrossFitters and people doing, like, Spartan races and all that kind of, like, like more extreme fitness type stuff. And you're like, are you guys, like, is that, you, do you want to be, like, the official beer of CrossFit? now or something like that or like you know um but or, so but now now there's a bunch of kids out there who've got this image in this head of you know people doing uh you know kipping pull-ups and whatever else they were doing in the commercial log throws and running through mud and all that stuff and, and now Michelob, they've made that association in their Michelob. heads now i've made that association in the heads of, of you know thousands of children all across the country that when, you know, in a couple of years, they'll be like, well, you know, like, I'm fit and I have abs and I'm going to drink Michelob because that's the beer that fit people with abs drink. Michelob is a tire, isn't it? No, Michelob. Michelob? That's Michelin. Michelin is a tire. Michelin's the tire. Okay, yes, yes. Michelob is the beer. Well, see, it is curious to bring that up, though, because then there's the Skittles commercial where the guy's trying to throw the Skittle into the girl's window. And all I can think is, like, these kids are teenagers. Why doesn't he text her? And I imagine the teenagers would be thinking the same thing. Like, why doesn't he text her? Because her parents make her put her, leave her phone downstairs when she goes to bed. <sighs> parents aren't that good anymore. I, I actually know parents who do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a parent. Yeah. You, you, I don't have any kids that age. But no, it's actually, it's a th- I don't know. I'm just making that up. That's my new headcanon for that, <laughs> for that commercial as to why he needs to throw Skittles at the window. And then, of course, um, I mean, there's... you can ask if you're if we're asking about logic in that commercial. You know, why is why are the cop and the home invader and the gopher all in the house? Well, the home invader and the cop, for obvious reasons, the home invader is there, and the cops chasing after the home invader. But they all the just gopher, I won't Skittles. explain. The gopher looks like they belong in that the, like the old lottery commercials or something. Or oh yeah. Like, that's what the gopher reminded me of, so it seemed completely out of place. No, the, the the other one, of course, too, that I complained about on my Twitter was GoDaddy. I just remembered this. GoDaddy had the commercial where the dude was still singing Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up, and it's like, nobody Rick rolls anymore. I must have blocked that out. Yeah, I, I think I did, too, because I just remembered it. Um, well, that also reminds me of the, the like... You're going to pay for John Malkovich to be in your commercial. Oh, God. Can you make the commercial not terrible? Yeah. I mean, John Malkovich. Like, you could make a not... Like, Christopher Walken. Compare Christopher Walken's commercial to John Malkovich's commercial. Well, part right? of the thing is, though, John Malkovich is great, but Christopher Walken's got this thing about him that he could just sort of elevate anything. Because even if you know it's stupid, there's an intensity to Christopher Walken that John Malkovich does not have. I don't know John, that too many people have ever accused John Malkovich of not having intensity. But not, I know, I get, like I get what Christopher Walken's not, not the same. I know, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Uh, and I think you're right. I think... Uh, it's an intense charisma. 
Yeah, I just it, the John Malkovich ads just were kind of flat to me. Yeah, but um, again, I, I, who knows? It's, it's again. I feel like it's again one of those like a tech company just like throwing money at the Super Bowl ad. Yeah, like hire someone famous and stick them on the screen, and then we'll sell lots of uh, hosting packages. All the money's going for the actual ad placement. It's not going to the writers to come up with a good idea. Yeah. Um, I guess... Wait, you can pay writers to come up with good ideas? <laughs> Has Hollywood figured this out yet? Um, no, but what they did figure out was how to get Lady Gaga to put on a good halftime show, which it's not an ad, sort of. I mean, Pepsi did sponsor it, but... Nah, man, the, the, the Lady Gaga... Like, I'm not... A pop music fan, you know this, but I would. It was an incredible spectacle. I, I'd go see a Lady Gaga concert. I would. I would pay that money, and hope that the teenage girls could stop effing screaming, which they did. After a <laughs> while, it took them like two or three parts of the song medley. But no, I mean, um, again, like she she sang her lungs out. She danced. She did. She did everything. Like she, it was a good yeah. setup, and she was into it. Like I, there, there's just stuff in there that, I, I, I mean, there's still a part of me that's trapped in high school that wants to mock pop music whenever I can because of how pop it is. But this is someone that actually writes their own music, is able to play the piano on their own, and can actually sing, and. When you see that, the, like, it's clear this is her music. Based on her performance, and as yeah. a result, it's easy to feel. So. Yeah, totally. I think she she put um, there have been some Super Bowl performances in the past that were that had spectacle and were you know all the other things, but they weren't as they weren't they weren't laid as good performances like she put on uh, like that. So we so we can agree here. So basically, Lady Gaga was good. Most of the commercials were bad. Yes. And the Patriots were, were good. And the, the, <laughs> I won't say anything else about, about the sports playing. Uh, the guys in the ball and the... <laughs> it, it's football. They kick the ball? Is that what they do in football? The pigskin. The pigskin. It pig is skin. literally a skin of pigs. Skin of pigs. The hand egg. Yes. Um... No, but that, that that's all we have for this obviously filler episode. Um, we will stop. At least it wasn't anyone. a clip show. That would have been really bad. Oh yeah, cl- that, <laughs> can you do that in podcast? I'm going to try that in podcast form next week. Stay tuned no, for our special no, clip no. show next week. With highlights gonna, from our you, first five episodes. You are going to watch the rest of Voltron, and then we will talk about that next week. That is next week, Voltron. This week, yeah, I mean, I'm done talking about ads. Uh, what do you What do you want to talk about? Wait, you know what kind of ads I do want to talk about? The kind of ads that show up in Destiny. Oh, yeah. Well, usually I get the ads and you take care of the boss, so, right? So, uh, when are we going to do that Actually, it's usually reverse. Oh, yeah, you're, that's, but, true. that's true. All right. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go Usually I practice. die and you revive me a hundred times. It's, <laughs> it's really more like it. Well, let's go. Let's all go put that in practice.